This is Movies, a podcast about the active cinema. And with me today, there is no Hans. There's no co-host. I'm alone on the line. I'm yelling in my living room by myself right now. But I wanted to record a very special, quick, unofficial bonus episode for you guys over in the $5 tier on Patreon.com slash Lowrez because I just attended the New York Film Festival and saw what was the closing film this year, Michael Mann's Ferrari. So I have no qualms with any bit of Michael Mann's style. I take the good with the bad. A lot of people don't seem to like the handheld, gritty, digital camera looks of movies like Collateral, Miami Vice, Public Enemies. We've talked about this on the show many times before. There's a great episode with Brendan from Tales from the Mall where we unpacked a lot of the, I believe it was 2006 Miami Vice feature film with Jamie Foxx and Colin Farrell, which, to be frank... Didn't do it for me. Not my favorite Michael Mann movie. There's pieces of it that I really thoroughly enjoy, but overall, I don't think it's worth the sum of its parts. Collateral, similarly, I came away with a less enthusiastic feeling about that movie on a later watch. When COVID hit in 2020, I decided to go down a long list of Michael Mann films that I had not watched in some time. That was on it, and it left me unimpressed. But I did like the visual language of the movie, the shooting of it on the Thompson Viper camera, which has been made redundant in the years since, and how it has that green overcast that I learned. You can't really do much about that even with color correction because it shoots with that green overcast and you're just going to have to deal. Ferrari marks a return to form for Michael Mann in some ways. Technically, we can take a look at Black Hat as the end of that digital cinema period where he is indulging in a a lot of the new technology and some of the flaws that come along with that he's not as concerned about. Although you can watch the first episode of Tokyo Vice, which he directed, the pilot episode, which is outstanding, by the way. You can watch that on its own. It stands on its own two legs, similar to Abel Ferrara's Crime Story pilot episode which is often looked at and treated like a film because it's just that good but Tokyo Vice is really something special that first episode the rest it falls into being a generic HBO procedural but the way that he chose to shoot and not just his his shooting style is one thing but Michael Mann has some of the most distinct audio that I've ever come across in a filmmaker and he does this with Ferrari as well But if you watch that Tokyo Vice opening episode, what you're going to notice in the very first five or ten minutes is that he's using what would be considered by most people to be poor audio, like across-the-room audio where you can hardly hear the person. And it's this intentional, stylized sound choice that nobody else in a million years has the a, a big of a dick to make essentially nobody is going to sit there and go you know what let's use the worst audio track we got today because there's a good enough performance on there and i like that he does that and similar with ferrari there are moments in the film where you see adam driver walking around and naturally it's early 20th century italy 
He's got a nice, classy, long coat. But you're hearing the ruffling of that coat every single time he talks. It's like they put a lavalier somewhere on the on the lapel of it, and you were just getting all that noise, all that sound. And instead of trying to clip it out or reduce it, they were just like, nah. We're embracing exactly what we got from the, the Sennheiser microphone. It doesn't matter. We're going we're gonna to take the whole thing. You're going to hear all the background sounds. And it, it, to some regard, I appreciate that because he's giving you something. He's giving you a break from the veneer of this very highly polished filmmaking, which his, his filmmaking is a lot of spectacle most of the time. So to have those rough edges appear somewhere and make it feel a little more in the moment, I respect that. So with Ferrari, I full disclosure, I know nothing at all about cars. I don't care about cars at all. I watched House of Gucci. I enjoyed all of the accents in that movie. That's something that isn't really done these days with movies. You don't see that. Amadeus did that, and that was a great, terrific film. House of Gucci, a lot of people don't like House of Gucci. I think it's terrific. I think it's hilarious, and I think it's supposed to be hilarious. All the performances in that movie are so fun. You don't see movies like that made anymore. Those types of movies occupied the 1970s, 80s, 90s. Nobody bat an eye. But now everybody's got to be Daniel Day fucking Lewis in order for you to take them seriously. I think that's so stupid. Movies are there to entertain. And if you can take a true crime subject and inflate it with hot air and make these people look ridiculous and make the actors look ridiculous too and have a good time with it, then you've more than accomplished your goal with whatever that film may be.